Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Normally we start this podcast having a little giggle, but you'll see that I'm actually on my own today as Zoe is having a very much needed rest in Sicily this weekend. This is a podcast Zoe and I actually recorded a few days ago, so you will hear Zoe in this chat. (laughs) It's just me for the intro. We've wanted to have another chat about postnatal fitness. There are some others in the archive, so if this is something that really interests you, then do go back and have a listen to some of the others as well. Zoe and I actually met and bonded in the gym, so we used to spend every single day pretty much we'd put Axel and Luna in the crash we'd go up to the gym have a chat and then coming back downstairs having a coffee and you know what I think it really helped both of us um feel like ourselves again after having a baby so we always want to have these chats um and particularly with experts because we felt like after we had Axel and Luna we didn't really know what we were doing we probably did ourselves quite a lot of damage by not knowing the right things to do um so today we are going to be joined by Vern Hill who is the founder and as he calls himself chief carry fitter so he founded carry fit which is a baby wearing exercise class and there are face-to-face classes but there's also an online hub where you can join live classes you get access to loads of different resources so let's just get into it Let's welcome Vern to the podcast. Yay! Thanks very much. Well, I just asked you, Vern, if you were at a school, but you've told us that you're in your shed. I am, yeah. This is the, um, or it's known as the Carry Fit Cabin, actually, because uh, in lockdown, this was where we streamed all of our classes from. So it was me wearing a fake baby, streaming to members in 20 countries, and everyone locked in at home getting carry fit together so it was um wow yeah prior to that it was christmas decoration shed so it had a bit of a rushed refurb for lockdown nice. as i'm sure lots of people there did. we go love that just before we get into the questions because we've had loads do you want to just tell us a little bit about what carry fit is and why you started it yeah sure absolutely so carry fit is effectively a baby wearing workout a workout system that you do entirely wearing your baby so we remove the need for childcare. But actually, there's a whole lot of research and study, and we've had some independent evaluations, and there's lots of really robust kind of science now that supports CarryFit and our kind of methodology that we've created. So it helps facilitate uh, a speedy return to full fitness. It 
positively impacts postnatal depression scores. It really reinforces parent and infant bonding scores, which is a great indicator of raising happy, well-adjusted children. So it's kind of become this whole uh, sort of well-being community. And now we work kind of cross-medically. So particularly with our online membership, you get medical content in there, physio content, nutritional support, and then all of our various workout programs. And then, of course, we teach live classes as well, which is probably kind of what most people have seen if they've been on our Instagram or our TikTok is kind of roomfuls of mums all wearing various age babies, all moving in sync and all kind of looking like ninja level carry fitters ninja carry fitters yeah which kind of looks really cool but actually again there's some really good research around how much uh, more you reinforce that sense of community and belonging and support when you move in sync versus moving independently so again that's something we've really kind of honed in on um right. and my background is kind of 20 years as a as a pt after a sports science degree i set up my own gym in South London, where very much the focus was on being able to bring your baby. And that was kind of, gosh, 13, 12, 13 years ago. Um, But unusually, rather than having the babies kind of crawling around, when I was working one-to-one with clients that were newly postnatal, I would wear their baby for them in a carrier. I like the thought of that, Vern. I like (laughs) like that. Nice and cosy. It was a good look. It wasn't always... uh, I got the nickname the baby man, which wasn't a brilliant help. (laughs) in my mid and late 20s in South London, if I'm honest. But um, <laughs> it was quite quite useful professionally. You'd gone from like the sexy the sexy trainer to like... The sexy the, PT, the, the yeah. sexy PT yeah, to no, the baby just man. Yeah, the baby man. Yeah. yeah. A different, I was going for a different approach, even for men. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, I always had somebody's baby strapped to me. But what it meant was mum's session was way less interrupted. They weren't trying to retrieve their baby from pulling a kettlebell on them. They generally slept. They were on me. Yep. So mum's session was less interrupted. It was a lower stress environment because they were happy that the baby was content. So the kind of magnified effects of all that led me down this rabbit hole of thinking, well, if I'm demonstrating all these exercises wearing your baby, what's to stop us formatting something where we can have loads of you wearing your babies and we can kind of really do it. So we tested it initially with some NCT groups that we invited for free and it was kind of bare, very little resemblance to, to what it looks like now. Um, and then we launched it in Parsons Green in a place called Slice, uh, which lots of mums, if they're in London, will have will have been familiar with. Yes. Yeah. Literally nobody came. I was just some lunatic oh, in a room no. for three months and couldn't get anybody to come for love nor money. They thought Just the nuts. baby man there, just on his yeah, own. Yeah, just the weird baby man roaming the halls <laughs> on his own. Um, Vern, let's get into these questions because we haven't got long with you today, so I want to we want to no, bash through away. them. Um, let's start with this one: Are carry fit workouts safe with large diastasis recti? Mine is three point five centimeters, still with ten month old baby. God, that's a great question. I, I would imagine there was loads of questions about diastasis gaps, tummy gaps, ab separation. The answer to that is that you can't give an answer to that because I have no idea what that person's other symptoms are like, what their activation is like. So actually the size of your diastasis gap will never and should never dictate what is appropriate exercise-wise taken on its own. That person might have a three and a half finger gap, but they might have amazing control, activation. They might be completely in sync with their breathing and therefore all kinds of workouts might be appropriate, not just carry fit. Now, going in its favor immediately is that carry fit is low impact. There's a big focus on your glutes, your core, your pelvic floor, your posture. So in terms of ticking all of those boxes, yes. But always with generalist questions around diastasis, 
it actually comes down and it's a big part of what we've done with our free program that sits in the Royal College of GPs. It's trying to get people to understand where their own gap is in terms of activation control and therefore the impact that has on their exercise choices. Right. Okay. So, it, so it's, it's a really hard one to do. The best thing anybody can do when it comes to a diastasis gap is understand not just the size and the, so the width and the depth, but also how to create appropriate tension through their core. Are they experiencing any, any other symptoms that might be related, lower back pain, uh, stress-based incontinence when they cough or jump or run? So it's really trying to build out this whole picture and move people away from this um, kind of quite sort of social media, clickbaity, trendy narrative around just obsessing about the size yeah because it's not it's not enough to know taken as a single thing right also the way i said it is not the it's not the right way is it (laughs) (laughs) i thought you said diastasis recti but you've just said it in a different way and now my mind is blown (laughs) people say it in all different ways Tummy, we tummy know gaps. what we mean, tummy right? Gaps. Tummy okay, gaps. Let's go for that. Becca's just said, brilliant. Vern doesn't get the airtime he deserves. His program is fab. Top Thanks, notch. Becca. Um, this is from El- Ellis. Re- how do you regain your lower abdominal muscles after a C-section? I mean, that is, again, that's a brilliant question. The most important thing is to remember they haven't actually gone anywhere. So you don't need to regain them. You've not had them removed. They're not, you've got, not got to go and retrieve them. Again, it's, you've got to reactivate them. You've got to wake them up. So they've got to be part of that whole process of restoring full strength and function. Now, in terms specifically of lower abdominals, and if they're talking about outer abdominals, so this might be slight, somebody slightly more talking about kind of what I would term as finishing off. So you're getting into the kind of aesthetic conversations past the point of function. Then there's a conversation around tissue health following a, a C-section. So scar massage. Uh, making sure that uh, skin and that whole area is in good condition and therefore you can again access it from a kind of biofeedback and muscular point of view and what I mean by that is when you're trying to get back to the point in your programming which is normally later postnatal when you're looking at your outer abs and you're really trying to isolate them can you effectively isolate them or are lots of other muscles still getting involved to produce movements so really again it's kind of about understanding where you are making sure that area has been properly um, cared for and again in our free membership there's a whole thing with lucy allen our physio about scar massage and how to look after that area and that's something you can do far sooner than your six-week check for instance right yeah that's working on that yeah on that tissue health and, and looking after it so it's really again understanding where you're at and then really trying to target any part of the body that you're trying to improve with appropriate exercise that you've got appropriate control of right okay well i want to talk about the six-week check actually because i think that's that's something that needs a rocket up its arse so we'll come back to that um the best way to build up core strength again um it feels like it was never there um i I guess we sort of touched on it there slightly but yeah what what do you what do you think exercise wise well i think i think the important thing for that is to for everybody to understand that their own timeline through a, a fairly set sequence of exercises is different so when you are very newly postnatal and returning to exercise everybody should follow a largely similar um sort of training protocol in terms of pelvic floor activation breath work then you move on to more multi-unit so whole body movements where you're still trying to maintain activation so actually the 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 exercise process doesn't change really or shouldn't postnatal training is a fairly 
uh, standard thing. What will change drastically is how quickly people move through it. And when you know when to move on to the next exercise, so in terms of how you should program your exercises, well, as soon as you've got decent control of one exercise, let's, for instance, look at a really simple kind of knee drop, dead popular, everyone's laid on their back postnatally, done a heel drop, tried to get their breathing working, their core and their pelvic floor working. When you've got good control, you can extend that leg, you can load the body more. So instead of going with a bent leg, you go with a straight leg. And that's how you keep your body progressing always. Don't be afraid to move on to the next challenge. You don't need total mastery of a movement. You need good control and good activation, and then you can stress it and load it some more. And actually, all of the research around progressive overload being a really good part of postnatal training, particularly when it comes to your core, is growing so fast and it's so exciting because it it opens up more training modalities and more interesting training back to new mums. Right. And I guess that, like with this lady, she's saying that she feels maybe maybe she didn't used to exercise or she feels like she's never had a particularly strong core. It's, it's never too late, is it? It's not too late just to start exercising straight after you've had a baby if you if you didn't have a, a huge level of fitness before. It's, you know, you, need to you, know can, what to you do. can start that whenever mm. you want, can't mm. you really? You really can. And in that regard, you, you know, the body is an incredible thing. Muscles respond to stimulus. It doesn't matter when you start adding that stimulus in. If you've waited five years, 10 years, it doesn't matter. Start to stimulate the muscles, start to throw some different challenges at the body. And it's amazingly clever and robust and it will respond. What you just need to do always before you start is figure out where you're starting from and then program from there. And that's how you keep everything safe and appropriate. And more importantly, that's how you make everything immediately personal for everybody so they can apply a set of rules to their own journey. And that's when I talk about how quickly you move through process and progressions that's what makes things personal you don't need to reinvent the wheel you don't need to do no 50 crazy exercises we all need to know about 20 exercises is the truth of it if you can squat lunge push and pull you can do most things in life that you need to do um how quickly you build up is is the personal bit the, the issue with that, George, and I, I think you'll probably agree, uh, Georgia, is that um, when we went for our six-week check, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're lying there, the doctor looks at you and says, oh, yeah, mm, yeah, no, fine, crack on. And I'm like, oh, can I exercise? Yeah, crack on. At that point, there was never, and me, I'm, I'm somebody that's trained my entire life, there was never anything that was handed to me. There wasn't any conversations that were had to me. This is my massive gripe. I reckon I did more damage to my body yeah. in the six months after I'd had the baby than I ever did before in terms of, you know, the, 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 the tummy gap, the pelvic floor, you know, my whole body was out of alignment. I mean, there was never a conversation. It, it, I mean, I don't no. know if it's changed now in the last four years, but it's, that's bullshit. Not even a slight Not even warning. even a slight warning. It was... Like it, it was literally just like, how do you feel? I, yeah. I don't think that they, I don't think my tummy was checked or looked at. No. I, I can't remember it being. I think they just said, how do you feel? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. Um, do you feel all right? You know, everything all right? You know, in, in your tummy, and do you feel strong? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Off you go. And you know, some per- some people could have taken that as, oh, okay, cool. Well, I used to run the marathon before I I fell pregnant, so yeah. I'll just off off I'll go then this afternoon. I'll get my running trainers on and off I go. And it it that isn't the way to do it. I guess you no. have to build it up. I don't think I really built no, it. We up. didn't build it. I up, think Lord. I literally just went straight back into the gym and did what I'd always my little routine that I'd always done before. And I think here's that. That's the really, I think you both like struck on absolute kind of 
yeah, podcast gold with those because here's the kind of disconnect, right? So when you go to the NHS uh, guidelines about the six-week check, there is no requirement for your doctor to give you any kind of physical exam with regards to your tummy, your core, or your pelvic floor. Uh. There isn't one. Now, whether we think that's right or wrong, and if you look at other countries in Europe, like France, for example, yeah. where you get mm. physio and you get much more extended uh you know, some would say better postnatal sort of care pathways. I think the biggest disconnect is that everybody's assigned this kind of really mythical importance and significance to having had a six-week check, meaning you are cleared to exercise. Yes. And that is because it's an insurance requirement for the exercise industry. We need you to tick that box so our right. insurance becomes valid. So whether you're going to come to carry fit and do something that is purely designed for new mums or whether you're going to go to Barry's or One Rebel and sprint on a treadmill in a nightclub, the insurance requirement is the same. Right. And obviously those are two polar opposites in terms of appropriateness for somebody newly postnatal. So actually kind of my bugbear with it isn't that um, GPs are ever doing a bad job they're actually doing the exact job that they're described to do they're told to do yeah yeah, they're told to do and most of that appointment is spent looking at the baby which of course as parents we would all kind of want you want to know you naturally they you know leapfrog you and we see that all the time with you know that with that appointment being dominated by the baby and then there's very little that actually guides or steers or informs your decision so actually it's not the problem with the appointment itself it's a problem with the whole kind of way that new mums are put through the system and then as Zoe rightly said you're not given anything you're not handed anything there's no follow-on information everybody knows that exercise is a good thing and they want you doing it but they don't steer you and that's part of the reason we created this free membership for the Royal College of GPs called Carry Fit for All. And now we've got hundreds of GPs that signpost it. And it's basically, it's information. It's all the questions you'd want answers to from doctors, from physios, and it's some workouts to get you going. So it is a resource, as Zoe says, that you can steer people to. It's like a digital handout that you can leave the appointment with so if you've got questions you can get answers oh where were you six years ago Vern, when we were wetting ourselves on the bloody treadmill and going what's happening here i was in an empty room in fulham with a fake baby strapped to me (laughs) we're just on our own you and on your own (laughs) just wandering around you wouldn't have wanted to speak to me six years ago i guarantee i wouldn't have been on this then so i think the problem's not with the appointment itself The, the problem is with the relevance and significance that everyone attaches to it and I think if we can bust that narrative that actually the six-week check, it's a tick box. It's more about your baby. Really, you know, mums need better support, a, a range of tools to help them figure out where they integrate and how they integrate exercise back in to suit them and get back to the things they love doing, whatever that might be. And also then manage their own expectations because, again, as Zoe said, you don't want to be getting injured You've got a new baby to look after. Your world's been tipped on its head. It's stressful. We know it's a hot spot for mental health, for anxiety, for stress, for tiredness. We don't want to throw injury into that as well. So if we can take better appropriate care of you in those first three to six months, injury rates go right down. Pelvic health goes right up. You know, things like incontinence improve and, and pelvic floor function that can be exacerbated through poor choices are offset through good ones. And the problem is, Vernon, you probably hear this a lot, is that once the incontinence starts, once the pelvic floor issues start, you know, it's 
it's very hard to then go, well, hang on a minute. This is not going to be a lifelong condition for me. You, you almost believe it is, you know, and, you because, and because nobody, you know, nobody in the sort of immediate care system, unless you go and search for it, is saying to you, well, you know, actually you can get better and these are the exercises you need to do. You just live with it. I mean, yeah. it, it is so, yeah. so, so distressing to be trying to run on a treadmill or sneeze or jump and to be wetting yourself. It's horrendous. But how many women go through it? I mean, it's yeah. and how do. many women just accept it and yeah. almost like that's what, that's it, it kind of becomes yeah. a club, doesn't it? You know, like you yeah. all laugh and you think, oh, ha, 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 like, yeah, I wet myself. But actually, especially, you know, doing this podcast and speaking to, you know, women's women's physios and things like that. It, I sit there thinking, OK, but it really doesn't have to be like that. It no. really doesn't. And no. I really want to beat the drum to tell people that it doesn't. You don't just have to sit back and accept that as your life going your forward norm, yeah i yeah, think that's absolutely just... right and it, it, it's about getting in there early it's about letting people know what's appropriate and then you can reduce the ones that come through it through injury through kind of particularly impact-based injuries that are reintroduced too soon i know that um i don't know if you've ever had her on but uh physio mom emma brockwell they did a brilliant yeah. set of um return to running guidelines right. which basically really reinforces that you shouldn't be running until kind of four to six months postnatal mm. but as 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 Zoe said again you, you hear that I've had my six-week check I'm cleared to exercise I'm getting Off out I the go. door I'm, yeah. going, I'm going for yeah, a run exactly we did it together George <laughs> we did. we'll be right back after this short break this Mother's Day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? So, you know, this whole six week thing, do you think, and I know insurance doesn't cover you, but do you think that some people can potentially return to exercise before six weeks? Well, they they can and they do. And uh, this is is one of the bits that is, I think, is going to be one of the most uh, kind of exciting and fundamental changes in, in lots of the provision that new mums will be able to access over the coming years and, and something that we're building out ourselves as well with CarryFit is we know that exercise for lots of people is a huge mental health win. It's mm. it's massive. You want to feel like you're getting back mm-hmm. moving, back connecting with your body. So what can you do immediately and what does that look like for everybody and what's that, that process? So we already know there's lots of... Uh, core floor breath work activation exercises that you can do days days after giving birth and physios again will will kind of ratify that in terms of blood flow restoration they can be really useful tools what we need everybody to do is actually kind of 
really buy into this idea that no two postnatal journeys are exactly the same. So here's yeah. all of the things that you want to do or can do. And then here's the speed at which you can move through them, depending on one becoming the next, becoming the next. So you start really basic. And what you can do then is really get people, and we've seen this a lot with CarryFit, and I've seen this a lot with my own personal training experience, is we often, people get to the end of that year of having kind of had a baby and being in that really intense postnatal phase, and they have a better understanding and better connection to their body than ever before, because it's the first time they've applied real process to taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So they understand their, the way their body works, reacts to stimulus, when's too much, when they can do a little bit more. They understand how their own exercise interplays with sleep and stress and anxiety. They know the days they can push, the days they need to rein it in. Yeah. So actually, if we can get people to kind of buy into this idea of just follow these steps, but follow them at your own speed, then yes, you can do things before the six-week check. And for some people, that will be an absolute mental health godsend yeah and for others they won't want to do anything for months and that's cool too it really doesn't so many people rely on exercise as a coping mechanism for all sorts of mental health issues and I think (laughs) (laughs) yeah but I mean we met Uh, yeah so so and you know like if you've had to stop maybe I know a few weeks before you've you know had the baby so that could be a month six weeks however you know however long it is for you and then you've got to wait another six weeks after for some people three months of not exercising feels huge and you know we don't want to put pressure on people to exercise if you don't feel like it but equally I think we really have to think about the impact that it can have on people's mental health if they don't exercise. But I also think there it's about reframing what people consider exercise. So I think one Mm. of the best things about baby wearing, bar none, is putting your one, two-week-old in a carrier and going for a walk. Yeah. A proper walk where your hand's free. You might have a podcast in. You might have your favourite running soundtrack. But you're out the door. Might have this podcast in. (laughs) Of course. Why wouldn't you? But you you are moving and you are starting to reintroduce movement and you're getting that headspace. You're getting that fresh air. So I think often, particularly for new mums, it's it's managing expectations because – The other thing that can happen, and I've seen this a lot down the years, is something that can be this kind of uh, joyous hour and a half of a day before children come along, where you go to the gym, you have a shower, maybe you have a steam afterwards, you grab a lovely coffee or a smoothie, and it's like this whole beautiful thing. Mm. And then afterwards, everything feels snatched. Everything feels like a trade-off because you're trading time with your baby for time at the gym or you're trading time with your baby for time out doing a run everything so reframing exercise and what that might look like for people in those immediate months after I think and we've certainly seen can unburden some of the pressures that people put on themselves yeah and actually knowing that you know three or four times a week for just half an hour can have every bit as much mental health and physical health benefit can allow you to do absolutely everything that maybe you used to dedicate six or eight hours a week to. And I think taking that pressure off uh, around that kind of expectation of how long it needs to take to get the upside can really unburden people. I don't know what your personal experience of that was. I'd love to hear them of how much time you found you had afterwards versus before, but I bet it shifted. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. I think like Zara and I, we used to put um, Axel and um, Luna in the creche at the gym 
And for us, I mean, I, I was more than happy to do that and that's fine. But a lot of people that I speak to really don't, you know, the, the anxiety of leaving their baby with a stranger um, limits them and they don't, they feel like they can't get back into exercise because they don't have any, any options Anywhere and they leave, don't, yeah. they don't know where to leave, leave their, or who to leave the baby with so I think something like you know what you're doing carry fit and, and wearing the baby is incredible it is fantastic um because you, you know you get both and all, almost it's like a bit of a baby class as well right especially when they're like six weeks old they're getting stimulation they're seeing other babies they're listening to music well it is it actually advances their vestibular system development their cognitive function reinforces early speech and language development because they're looking at you guys yeah. interacting and chatting yeah. to each other so there's mm. some huge benefits for your baby I think the thing for me with carry fit is what we've always wanted it to be is another tool that people can access exactly as you say George when they might not want to use the crash or they might not have help at home yeah or they just want to do something on that day that they've got a velcro baby that won't be put down yeah and they just need to carry fit it to sleep I used to do everything with Luna on my chest or, you know, not that I enjoy hoovering, but hoovering was a bit f- more fun because I'd be like, have her here, I'd have the tunes on in the background, you know, space closing party, whatever it was that was going on that I was missing out on. No, but it was like, I used to cook with her there. I used to do my makeup yeah. with her there. Like I loved having her right, you know, yeah. really close to me. And I wish that, yeah, as I said, I wish we'd kind of had you around because it would have given us, you know, less peeing on the treadmill situations. So, yeah. Um, but how do people so- sign up, Vern? Where do they go? Uh, they can go to our Instagram or just carryfit.co.uk. Uh, live classes, online, all that kind of stuff. Loads of free support. Loads. Of, we do loads of work supporting around baby wearing. I think it's an amazing tool. I think people often misunderstand it or they think that they can't get comfortable in their carrier. Um, there's kind of only five things you need to check in a carrier to get anybody comfortable with any size baby. Uh, it really is that simple. Um, that's actually the biggest win we see in live classes is we every, everybody gets their carrier checked and we often joke but you can change somebody's life in 30 seconds if you've got somebody that's trained in baby wearing to fit their carrier for them because Brilliant. the kind of the, the backache the uh, yeah. feeling like it's dragging your shoulders down and round we can we can alleviate all those things with just a few really simple uh, kind of tips so amazing yeah carryfit.co.uk check out the blog carryfit for all is our free membership um, I never love pushing paid things on podcasts, but we have a completely free membership that has loads of, it even has age and stage baby fitting tutorials in there with our consultant, Hannah. So whatever you need, you can find it there. Fern, thank oh, you thank so you. much for coming on. Thank you for answering the questions. And um, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. We think you're amazing. <laughs> it's been Thanks, a pleasure. Ben. Thanks very much, everybody. <laughs> Oh, that was a great episode and it actually kind of makes me want to have another baby just so I can go to one of those baby wearing classes. I don't think I could get Axel or Gigi in a carrier anymore. I mean, maybe Gigi actually. Maybe I'll give it a go and let you know how I get on. Um, but if you have enjoyed this episode, then please do rate, review and subscribe. We love reading your re- Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. And they really do help um, get the Made by Mama's name out there and help other people find the podcast. And we will be back, both of us, on Tuesday. Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. <laughs>